Hey, welcome back to Real Talk. Thanks for hanging out with us. So, Joe, what are you talking about today? What? Well, I mean, I watched the last Real Talk video and you made it very clear you don't need me. So I just thought you're going to run with it. Oh, is that what we're... You know, I mean, I was on vacation, but they still have internet. And I, saw, I think you said... He sets the bar really low. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah, something like that. I guess. Did I did I say that? I mean, is there a recording? Is Jenny, there a could video you throw proof? it in right here? The bar's really low. We won't talk about him, but but you know, <laughs> we throw him under the bus. Well, I guess I'm not going to try to clean up. I mean, there will be a chance I to mean, get honestly, even. Honestly, we really didn't miss you. <laughs> Thank you. Mikkel did a rock star job. She was awesome. Right? Yeah, she was right? awesome. And I can't wait to have her back on soon. Let's do it. Let's yeah. have her on soon. Good. I'm glad you're back from vacation. And I'm glad that we're back for real talk. Yeah, we're back. Here we go. And this week sucks. Yeah, different suck. Yeah. It's really bad. It's not fun right now. No. So, here's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about feeling helpless. And I think that probably that word, helpless, that's going to land on, it's going to resonate with everybody watching. Mm -hmm. Certainly most, right? Because we're all in some way, I think, feeling helpless. Mm -hmm. I watched a guy get murdered on TV this week, mm -hmm. right? I mean, that was pretty helpless watching that video. And even thinking like how much more helpless must my African-American brothers and sisters feel mm -hmm. that, that feel that that could happen anytime to them. Mm -hmm. Helpless. Completely. Or these cities that are just burning. Right. I mean, cars, businesses being looted. If it's your neighborhood, if it's your business, yeah. if it's your community, if it's your neighbors. I mean, how helpless do people in the urban centers feel right. that would make that happen and cause that to erupt out of their hearts that their own neighborhoods, right. they feel so... They feel so helpless that they're willing to just trash right. so anything and everything. It's the people looting and the people being, being looted. looted. Both helpless. It both They're both feeling helpless. Meanwhile, for three months, we, we've been mostly stuck in our homes, feeling helpless, yeah. trying to sort through all the data, figure out who to listen to. Some days being skeptical, some days being scared, but the overarching of being helpless. Yep. If you're terrified of going out because you might get sick, you feel helpless. If you think that this thing is overblown and you want to go on and live your life, but you feel like I can't even go to a restaurant because it's closed and I want to live my life, but I feel helpless because yep. I can't change anything. We live and die by what our government officials say. So it's like yep. helpless. Or we have good friends, both of us that are police officers or fire fire EMT who, how helpless do they feel right now? Right. Because this tragedy, I mean, the police officers and EMTs and firemen are already stretched with coronavirus. Right. Then this happens, they watch an innocent man die. 99% of them, I think, hate this and go, this isn't right. what we want. Right. Definitely a percentage of people that that's not true. There's more than a bunch, one or two bad apples. There's a bunch yes. of bad apples. Yes. But the police officers that we know, they they feel helpless because they're looking at this and going, we hate this too. Yeah. And we want to be supportive of our police officers and we want to be supportive of our 
people of color who are feeling helpless and the police officers are feeling helpless and the EMTs are feeling helpless and the ERs are being filled up with COVID and now riot things, people. Right. And it's like, what? What are we? There's more helplessness. Our, our leaders, government officials, you know, we can all sit at home and watch the news and sort of play armchair quarterback, but there's actually some good people that are in leadership positions in a lot of these cities that are, they're trying to make good decisions. Mm -hmm. They want the best for their yep. communities and they feel helpless. Yep. People like me who, white male, who I want to help my friends of color. I want to do something. I don't know what to do. Right. I feel like if I say something, if I don't say something, if I say the right thing, I say the wrong thing. White people who don't understand and they see riots happening and they go, why is this happening? And African-Americans and people of color who are like, you don't understand why it's happening? And if you're in the middle, you're like, uh, what? Yeah. Helpless. And I don't want to, it's like, I want to say something to say, I'm paying attention, I'm listening, I'm interested, I want to learn. But I don't want to make the token comment, the token social media yeah. post of like, oh yeah, I, I stand with all these people, but then in two weeks, it's a distant memory and I go on about my life. I don't want, I don't want to be that guy either. And in, in a church where there's people, in our church, which is diverse, there's people that think because you make a comment about the rioting and or supporting people of color that you're, you've gone liberal. That's the social gospel. That's great. And then people of color go, you're not going far enough. You're not saying enough. And you're in the middle going, mm -hmm. Yeah. How about let's go at the COVID thing more? Like people in our church that are like, you why don't you open up? How can you not open up? We're dying right. out here. And then right. people in our church that are going, How could you possibly? And how just Yeah. And I think even as an individual, you think about the church aspect of it, even as an individual, as a as a Christ follower myself, there are there are core things, fundamental things you think you can hold on to in life because it's all I've ever known. And one of them is going to church. I can't even do that. And like, it's, it's hurting my soul. Mm -hmm. I can't go to church. You know, I mean, the ability to go to school. We live in a, in a place where our kids can go to school. They can't even do that. And it's sort of tearing at this, I don't know, what, what we think, the things that we think we can hold on to is tearing at the fiber of those things. And it feels helpless. I can't open the school for my kids. Yep. It you, feels helpless. And none of, we can't just open the church. I know right. that's what some people want us to do. I, I, we're like caught. And right. and then, oh, as a dad, raising teenage sons, <sighs> through this? Right. Talk about helpless. Like, how the heck do I teach them to see the world in the middle of this? As a husband? Right. It's like, <sighs> it's easy just, if we're going to be honest with our viewers, like, Everything is fraying. Everything is being pulled apart. Every way you look out and you go, this is bad. Mm -hmm. Bad everywhere. And I think one of the things that's frustrating to me is like, I'm a fixer. I can't fix this. Like, there's so many things in life you can fix, you know, make a little more money, work a little harder, do, you know, you, you can't do anything here. It's helpless because I don't know what to do about all of this. And even figuring out what is all of this, like even trying to wrap my I mean, head around all the could, things going on in the world. What, like you're going to be able to like say the right words, do the right thing to help. 
people of color feel like their their battle against injustice is going to be over like this. Right. Like, no. There's no magic wand to wave over this right. to make our police officers feel like we can care about people feeling unjust, unjust treatment and be someone who supports first responders and someone who wants to be submissive to the government and someone who cares about, I mean, it's a traffic jam. Mm-hmm. And it, there's moments that you just want to go, there's just no way to do this. Mm-hmm. I, I, and you throw your hands up and go, I'm helpless. And I wonder if, honestly, if, if God at a level is looking at this and going, I want you to feel helpless. Yeah. I wonder if it's like, oh, America, you know what? COVID didn't bring you to your knees. COVID's not humbling you. You're still just as arrogant, just as self-confident, just as whatever money, whatever resources. Just wait this out. We'll get to the other side of COVID and everything will go back to normal. And I wonder if God's like, this, no, this, no it can't. And this stuff that happens with George Floyd goes on to show, oh, even if a pandemic was fixed today, there are so many more sicknesses in our country that we desperately need God Mm -hmm. to help us with because... Yeah, and we've talked about this for months, like this idea of we want to get back to normal and glamorizing normal, returning to normal. What if normal was so broken? And we didn't even see it. Right. Because for our people of color... Yeah, right. They, they don't want to yeah. go back to that normal. Yeah, right. Because a lot of people, I mean, just being honest, a lot of people would love our normal. Oh, white, educated, middle yeah. class. Like, a lot of people go, I'd love that normal. Yeah. And that's don't. not everyone's normal. No. And I just wonder if, if again, not maybe to over-spiritualize it, but like, if I feel this helpless right now, is that exactly where God wants me to be? Right. Yeah, is is the response to I'm helpless good? Finally, now I can start to remake things. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is the character and story of God. Yeah. People getting to a point where they realize they're helpless and God remaking them. Instead of you get cornered and helpless and then you find help outside of God. Right. You get a new <clears throat> vaccine. You find a path to justice. You, you know, end racial inequality, whatever the thing is for you, a a vaccine for COVID, financial stability, education, justice, whatever the initiative desire is, we find a way to fix it. And then we get back to whatever that normal is. That's what our hope is. Mm -hmm. And does that include God at all? Right. Or is exactly where he wants us to be to realize, even if you found help for these issues, without me, you're still helpless. So what do we do with the feeling of helpless? Because it's desperate and it's empty and it's um, helplessness in me is like panic. Uh, what do we do with that? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I feel even helpless to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I know what's true. I know what's true is that God is a God who wants to carry our sorrows. So whether you're a person who feels and has experienced injustice in incredible ways today because of the color of your skin, what do you do with that? You take it to a God who made this beautiful diversity and who loves justice and you bring it to him and dump it on his table and say, you fix this, I need your help. I I can't 
parent teenagers anymore. I need your help, God. I want to open our church, and I want to worship together. I want this COVID to be over, I, I, but I can't do it, God. So you do what I can't do. This is above, All of this is above my pay grade, so I'm dumping it on your desk, God. Seems like what the Bible answer is, mm-hmm. is the truth, but it's still really, really, really hard because we're walking this journey out day by day and experiencing real heartache and watching the tension of a frayed country being pulled apart and it's slipping out of our hands, it feels like. Mm-hmm. And like, I want to say, God, do you see this? Do you know this? And the answer is, yes, I see it. And I know it. Yeah. Yeah, and the gospel... These are not auxiliary issues to the gospel. The gospel intersects with these things. The gospel is these things. The gospel is race relations. Mm -hmm. The gospel is panic in the midst of a pandemic. The gospel is the answer to all these things. It's not like, you know, you hear people say even just preach the gospel. And these are other sort of accessory issues. No, No, these are the gospel. This Mm -hmm. is the gospel. The EMT or the police officer out there who's walking into the middle of a mess to help, that is the gospel. Right. In its purest sense, they're walking into the mess. You know, the the person who's crying out for justice and who's been beaten down over and over and over again, that is the gospel to say, God, I need justice in this situation. You know, just the parent that's trying so much to hold their family together in the middle of this craziness, the gospel intersects in that spot too because God is close to the brokenhearted and wants, wants, wants to be called on and surrendered to to help where we get to the point where this is above my pay grade Mm -hmm. in any of these areas. God of righteousness, God of justice, God of love, God of patience, God of grace, enter this mess because I can't fix it. Mm -hmm. I can't solve it. Mm -hmm. I can't change it. Only you can. And maybe somewhere in the midst of this or at the end of this or at the next phase of this, maybe in America we actually see God's hand at work and God's power if we will humble ourselves and his majesty in a way that we've Mm -hmm. never seen it before that we've settled for mm-hmm. what we think is God's power, and that's just kind of living a good American life, right? We've said, oh, this is God's blessing, but maybe we're so helpless and we'll realize we're so helpless, we'll actually see God at work in these majestic, large-scale ways. I don't that's know. That's what I hope, I pray, because that's how desperate it seems, that right. unless he intervenes, we just continue in this. We'd get back to some kind of normal, but it would all go underground, some of this stuff, yeah. just to come again and cause another death, another catastrophe, another pandemic, another, like... I ma- just think God's not a God who goes back to anything. God's a God who who builds on things, right? Like, so God brings something new and better, even amongst his people, right? Okay, Abraham, here's, there's, you're going to hear some good things and see some good things in your life, but, but Christ is coming, right? Yeah. Something better is coming. coming. Even when Jesus walks on earth, he says... Something better is coming. I'm going to give you my spirit. Even the picture in the New Testament that we have of eternity. Oh, something better. Walking with Jesus now is good, but even something better is coming. And God is always a God who restores to something better. He doesn't get back to normal. Yeah. I mean, would better be the the future of America or the future of us as individuals would be that we could celebrate color. Mm -hmm. You know, none of this 
talk about not seeing color. Like God made color. Right. We could celebrate the diversity and there would be liberty and justice for all. There would be respect for authority and leaders who earned it and served people in this beautiful utopia. Is that the better that's to come? I, I hope. Mm -hmm. That's what I, I believe can happen. But it's going to be a hard road to get there without a lot of humility. So I know for me, as a white, middle-class American man, I need to learn and be humbled. And God's using this stuff to teach me things that I need to learn. And that's worth it, even though it's hard. So my guess is you're feeling helpless for one of a bunch of reasons. Mm -hmm. So are we. And we don't really have the answers to helplessness other than to say helpless isn't without hope. There is hope. Mm -hmm. It's found in Christ. And so my encouragement to you is just talk to him. Mm -hmm. Turn to him like Pastor Joe said, dump it on the table before God and say, this is on your desk. This is above my pay grade. And God will give you hope. Mm -hmm. Good? Yeah. Cool. See you next time on Real Talk. Mm -hmm.